Yeah, that shout out to my boy Pretty Boy Fleazy. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> that that was one of the few funny episodes to me. You don't even cheat on her. She wanna leave you because you don't even beat on her. <laughs> I wanna fuck your wife. That's the only. That might have been the last thing he left. He might have started working on that joint, and then he was like, "What? They want me to do what? All right, I quit." Like I'm convinced with that. They Tom was like, "I'm not concerned," but it was like, "So you must never heard white wife booty." <laughs> Oh, my, my that, might have, that might have been the last, that was probably the last episode that Aaron McGee was have literally been talking we've been talking for at least a good 20 minutes and this nigga wasn't recording now i'm not gonna put the blame on him because we just stumbled into shit you know sometimes y'all know by now it's been slow on the news topics and we're kind of recording this a little later than usual so we were i was still trying to find some last minute um subjects to talk about and one of the things i mentioned was um you know, uh, I guess the Isaiah Rashad homosexuality thing and the rapper trying to make fun of it and Punch, who was the label head of TDE, calling the rapper out. I had brought it up and I didn't, I knew nothing about the shit. So me and him got to talking about it because I thought if I didn't know nothing about it, I didn't think he would know anything about it. But apparently I'm a month behind on the shit. So we Basically, didn't, we didn't did, talk about he that. He didn't know about the Isaiah Rashad tapes. I knew weekend. nothing about They're it. like, nigga, this is old news. We're not going to this up like it's new information and i definitely went on a good he had one a whole rant like I gave, I gave a whole heartfelt speech about the shit you know what i'm saying but basically hey if that niggas if that niggas into niggas then cool i'm yeah. still gonna bump his tapes his still his music is gonna be still fire mm-hmm. you know what and not even to sound um cliche but shit if he gets a freaking frank ocean collab out of this that would be amazing because what does isaiah rashad and frank ocean sound like that sounds it sounds like good and good to me you know what I'm saying? But yeah, Sata Arizay Rashad and whoever whoever he's in love with or making love to, I don't give a damn. I'm still going to bump them songs. I don't care if Lay With You was about a woman or a dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm still going to bop to them shits. You know what I'm saying? Sure. For sure, for sure. And uh, uh, I think there was a second thing we stumbled into. It doesn't matter. This is a whole damn podcast. So we're talking hip hop and better up culture as a whole. And we're also now recording. I'm your host, the Unstoppable Bloodbath. Back at it again. Still here in the kitchen. You heard her. Whipping. Point. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> I felt like that was, like was more aggra- aggressive than you thought it was. I just was that. Oh, okay, sure. That's, that's that's what we do in the kitchen. Um, yeah, you already heard from my my co-host, the great. I don't know. Quandissimo. Oh no, I feel like you don't have one this time around. I don't. I don't. I don't have one this time. So we're just gonna say, the great Quan, Dini himself, the great Quan Chi. I do remember what the second subject was, and that wasn't really one to talk about. It was just terrible. It was it was unfortunateness. So yeah, this is hip hop. Um, well, this is a whole down podcast. Um, the show's broken into a couple parts. First part is hip hop shenanigans, aka Kwan's favorite part of the show. You dig? Then we do an actual battle review, and then we do our artist of the weekend and like closing marks and stuff. This week, we said we was gonna make it quick because again, it's pretty late here, and mm-hmm. we just wanted to get through the battles. We're doing the last two battles of any given Sunday this week, but. 
somehow, some way, we found news topics right before we started recording. So we're gonna mm-hmm. run through that. So and we would have did one. You know what I'm saying? But this nigga, after I had discussed it with him, which battle we were going to do, he decided, his brain said, you know what? What Quan said, we're going to do the opposite of that, and we're going to watch the other battle. So when we came downstairs for us to record, he was like, why are you watching that battle? And when I tell you, I looked him dead in his face, and I was like, excuse me? He was like, I, I have watched the other battle. And I'm like, how? How? How, Sway? How? So... Just just by sheer will, I guess, I just decided to, I was already in the, the battle rap, you know, video watching mood, so I decided to watch the second episode, I mean the second um, battle, and so did he, and here we are at uh, 10.40 right now, trying to record the podcast, just because it's like, you know what, we got shit to do tomorrow, and I kind of don't want to try to find a space to record tomorrow, so it's like, why not just get the shit out of the way tonight, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? See, like I was saying, we're doing a last of Basil thing. It's all this nigga's fault. No, but and it is all my fault. It was not the game plan. I probably wouldn't have told that detailed of a story because it's irrelevant. But you, you started with the actual facts about me fucking up. <laughs> then you somehow you went into a rant about how it just doesn't matter. I'm not colorful and in, in, in skilled at blaming other people because no, nah, I'm not. It, no, it wasn't about the blaming me part. It was. Yeah, and then this happened, and then this happened. I was like, nigga, just tell them why why we're doing the other battles. Oh, you, yeah, we're doing the other, other battles because this nigga's do rag was, was on too tight, and he ended up watching. Another I fucked battle. up. Okay, <laughs> it was me. I put the screw in the tuna. <laughs> but yeah, so we here right now. Um, and I guess I guess we can do it like this. Like, I got one news topic, you got one. Cool. Okay, now that'll end it. Uh, so mine. Pretty quick is a uh, Gilly the Kid having beef with Wiz Khalifa. This is almost tragic uh, because <clears throat> I was I was I actually seen what transpired. So apparently, um, Wiz Khalifa has been just for some reason half naked on his IG lately, like this week entirely, just you know training or chilling in his car, just but in his underwear for no reason. Mm. I'm like, okay. A little strange. I seen like two or three videos like that. I was like, all right. So Gilly the Kid, you know, who actually interviewed uh, Wiz Khalifa about like two months ago. So I, I thought it was cool. I was like, yo, I had to unfollow my man Wiz Khalifa. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect, but you and your draws, you in the raw all the, all the damn time. I don't want to be seeing that on my timeline. So I had to unfollow. You know what I'm saying? Now, when you finally put some clothes on, you know what I'm saying? Let somebody let me know. I'll follow you again. You know what I'm saying? Respectfully. You know what I mean? Nothing disrespectful, nothing wrong. Mm. For some reason or after that, Gilly's Gilly loses his fucking Instagram. And apparently he's saying that it came from Wiz Khalifa banning his account from from for bullying. Now, <laughs> I really don't want to believe as a fan of Wiz Khalifa since the beginning. Actually, Wiz Khalifa might be one of the people we gotta give flowers to because we I think we also were around for Wiz Khalifa's like I was around, but I didn't listen to him like that. That would just be you. I mean, I, I I'll let you talk if you want to. You, you want to do it by yourself. Well, we, there is gonna be a section, a time where we do separate flowers because, like, like I said, you have people like NBA YoungBoy who you're very uh, well versed in, yes. or a little more well versed in, and I got somebody like Wiz Khalifa. So we can do that probably next time, or, you know, whatever. But um, so Wiz Khalifa, apparently he banned he he got G- Gilly to lose his IG, which I'm very surprised. Do at. we know if that's true or not? Gilly said it himself on Twitter. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything, but I'm like, if, if that is true, that'd be heartbreaking because I've never seen Wiz Khalifa have that kind of character. That's kind of weird. 
But it's really weird that he just says that all of a sudden he loses his IG, which, you know, Gilly pretty much has his podcast off of his IG. It's kind mm-hmm. of his bread and butter a little bit. I agree. So that's that's a little crazy. And he to the point that he's almost like he he said like he had two uh tweets. One was just saying like, yo, I lost my IG because of such and such. These rappers be so pussy. And then the next one was like, here's my new IG. I can't wait to see you. So he's already making threats to a nigga because of losing his IG. So I really hope that he did the research to like know for sure while this. Angry. Yeah, I would. I would hope he knows for sure before yeah. he starts threatening niggas because this could be the type of thing. Shit. I agree. This could be the type of thing where Wiz is a really big artist. I know a lot of people don't understand that. He really is. Wiz is a huge artist. He may not drop songs all the time, but his Fast and Furious stuff that he be putting out on soundtracks like that do crazy numbers. Like Wiz does crazy numbers. So the only thing is, he really does still drop. We just don't be paying attention because we're not really. We're not. We know Kush and Orange Juice Wiz, but we mm. kind of fell off on them. Yeah, you know so but, Wiz like, is a very like, big artist. So niggas, niggas forget this could be some situation where yeah. his fans just did it. His fans complained so much and reported and reported and reported that it kind of ended up in this situation without yeah. Wiz even knowing about it. True. Very, very likely. That's still some bullshit, though, because like he, even when he said it, he, he said it jokingly. Like, mm. he didn't even say any, any malice. He just said it like the same as like, like if, if, it just wouldn't happen, but if like somebody at Dead End Studios was doing the same shit, he was like, "I ain't gonna lie, son. I I had to unfollow you, bro. I seen you, mm-hmm. and you I seen four videos of you in your drawers. I don't want to see that shit, my nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you put some clothes on, I follow. Like it's it was literally that kind of energy. Like no malice, no no anger, no like. So that was just weird. It was really weird. So I think that's why he's extra pissed because mm-hmm. he kind of probably went out of his way to be like, I was being nice, like I was just joking, and niggas took my whole page away, like so. But yeah, that's really unfortunate shit. And I hope that the shit gets cleared because I don't want to see people like Wiz Khalifa and Gilly beefing over the internet. But the reality is, like, hey, if you follow Gilly the Kid and you don't see him on your timeline, go follow his new page. It literally says Gilly the King, Gilly the King underscore new page. Saying it's, it's, it's fucked up. It's just a Discord new page. It's, it's a part really, of funny. Like, it really it's not funny, but it's funny. He really put new page in the shit. I looked it up myself. I was like, because as Wallo had put a uh, post up of you know him talking shit to uh, to Gilly, and he mm. tagged uh, Gilly in the shit, and I tried to click the shit, and it shows Gilly shows the verified check, but user not found. <laughs> It's fucked up, so yeah, that that's that's very unfortunate. But yeah, that's that's my topic. What's yours? All right, so my topic is something that I don't care about, but we had to have a news topic, and this one seemed the most interesting. He's gonna bring it up, and I'll probably uh, take the out yeah. of you. So if it's what I think it is, apparently, August Alcina is writing a tell-all book about his relationship with Jada. Apparently, apparently, uh, but this is according to the Sun. Um, and this article is from what the fuck? Why is that? Allhiphop.com. So. You can live at the mall. <laughs> all, all, Allhiphop.com wrote an article about the Sun's article. You know, you know how this stuff goes. But according to this article, we're saying this. Like, okay, I just go to them anyway. The report says that the book will mainly focus on their actual sex and her sexual behaviors. So it's going to be a very explicit book. So it's not like he's writing about has no, he's talking about the fuck it for a whole book. And it's funny because this grown man was about to talk about somebody's wife for a whole book. 
this is this is a pretty boy fleazy activity. Very much. I'll confirm it too because I did hear Charlemagne talk about that too. Probably one of the topics, and Charlemagne probably had the same question that everybody else has. Like, oh, didn't he already talk about this? Yes. And like, and it's really weird that he's choosing this time to to talk about a book. It seems very clout chasing. Very, Which, very clout chasing. Even the last time when he came out with the whole tape and the song Entanglement. Mm-hmm. Very clout chasing. Very, very clout chasing. I agree. And as somebody that has a bit of a history with August Alcina, weirdly, I never was a big fan of his music because his voice kind of bothers me. What drew me to him was the interviews. You know what I'm saying? He seemed like a kind of a good character dude. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that you root for once you get to know them a little bit. Kind of like people with Coyle Ray. She had a really good, really entertaining, like, Breakfast Club interview, even though her music might not, might not be our taste mm-hmm. and whatnot. But, you know, it's one of the things you get to see a person talk and you get a little respect for them. But it's really disappointing. You're saying with him, it's doing the opposite. Yeah, because it's like, well, I like that's what, that's what made me, like, you know, really be cool with him. Because really, I only, like, I only like one song from him, a song called Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. Go check that out. August I've seen a hip hop. Dope, dope song. I just like, I like that vibe, but. It, he was like the he didn't come off as a person that would be you know cloud chasing. He came off as a person that would be real for the most part. And in this industry, you don't get that a lot. But I don't know what happened or what changed. But when it came to that Will and Jada shit, oh, he's been clout chasing like a motherfucker ever since, boy. And I'll even give him credit when he did his Angela Yee interview. Really, the like it was I think it was an hour long interview, and really only two minutes of that was talking about Will and Jada. But you know, in this day and age, that's all you need. All you need is to mention somebody, and everybody's going to take that, and that's going to be the main thing, and now it's going to be like your whole interview was about that. You know what I'm saying? And then it was big enough that they, Will and Jada had to talk about it. Again, not being private, which, you know, if if we were recording before, you would know the conversation we had about that earlier. But, um, you know, them talking about it, and then him making a song about what they were talking about. A new Is entanglement a word, or did they just create I don't think word? it's a word. But Will, I mean, uh, Jada creating a new word. August Alcina naming his new song that featured Rick Ross. Somebody need to talk to Rick Ross about that. Why was he on that song? I remember. I remember. We, did not need to I remember what we talked about when that song came out. We was like, Rick Ross, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, Rick Ross, how did you end up in this conversation? Yeah, it was weird. And then to make it even worse, when he made a tape with that joint. And mm-hmm. I remember everybody was saying the tape is not even that good. That's what makes it really I was bad. assuming. He didn't even cap. That's what made, he didn't even capitalize off of that moment because. We've seen many niggas have a clout chasing moment, but if the music is good, oh, we'll forget. Quick. We'll forget. You know what I'm saying? Because we're like, hey, the mu-, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, now it just seems that it's funny that he went kind of quiet again. And now that, you know, Will and Jada are the subject of discussion again, all of a sudden now this nigga wants to know how to write a book. Maybe he'd been working on his book. He was waiting for something else to happen so he could talk about it. It still is very I mean, regardless, it was weird to to write the book weird. to begin with. Oh, it's still very weird. It's yeah. still very weird. You know, it's, it's it's very this this is almost weird activity like like Drake Minson and dating SZA back in '08. Yeah, that was weird too. Even though, even though she had to come back and save a nigga because in '08 she was not 18. No. You know what I'm saying? Drake's always getting caught with with young women. I ain't gonna lie. I think I saw somebody say something about being at a concert. Oh, I think it was a um, it was a chick talking about like, yo, when I was 16, I really shaved myself to go to a One Direction concert like I was going to get plastered backstage. And then somebody literally commented, there was like, you would have been if you was at a Drake concert. Exactly. And I'm just like, I'm getting scared, bro, because we've already talked about before. I was like, we just need one solid thing to happen. 
Cause it's it's a lot of it's a lot of weird. It's, yeah, it's a layer, bro. It's a it's a lot of puzzle pieces that we just can't figure <laughs> out where they go yet. But that's what's going on. It's nothing solid. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I am the Drake fan on this podcast, so I mm. really hope they're all just clues or or, or not rumors because we haven't we don't got no rumors. But like it's just all been weird activity. Just all just, it's always just been like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But as a Drake fan, I really hope that shit don't happen because that that's gonna hurt. I still sometimes see Tory Lanez on my timeline. And I'm like, I really want to listen to this nigga shit because he's he's my kind of nigga, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, he's, he he be popping the shit. He's very talented. He mm-hmm. can do any kind of any kind of style. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Nigga was just rapping on. He has a joint called Florida shit, and I was watching somebody else review the shit, and I'll be damned if he was a, he wasn't walking on that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which it had that bounce to it. So you know you know Florida niggas like Kodak and uh, uh, Glock Nine they be on them ill beats. Mm-hmm. So I be still want to listen to that nigga, but I need that verdict. I mm-hmm. need that verdict to know if, if he's not guilty. I saw that he got he got um arrested the other week because um because yeah. he was apparently he, he was talking about making no Twitter and stuff, and so the judge had him arrested and he got put on bond and everything. Yeah, because I think it, I didn't realize that tweeting about somebody could uh breach um one of the things they had. I, it wasn't a um it wasn't a restraining order. No, it, it was a something. It was something in in the thing he said he's not supposed to mention her. Yeah. Even though it's kind of ironic because though I'm not going to act like she's been like mentioning him like crazy, she has talked about him like on the like mm-hmm. at least two or three times. Even if it's from like provoking um you know, not on camera or behind the scenes provoking her and shit, she has mentioned him. But yeah, I just didn't he, know you, you could th- get arrested for that. I think he actually signed the thing that he wouldn't say nothing for like a few years or until the the case is over. And, case ain't over yet and even with him saying stuff indirectly like i think the thing he got arrested for was talking about um good good dick had me in between two friends crazy mm. some shit like that so i guess that that got him in trouble and shit but yeah. you know it is what it is with that we're still waiting for the verdict on that before we talk about it anymore so yeah i'll go see this book you getting it fuck no okay just had, just had to i don't even like that nigga making love songs about sex let alone a book gotcha Cool. Yeah, that's that, the end of that. That shit real cloud chasey, and I'm I'm disappointed, and I want him to stop doing that shit. So, anyway, the battles for this week, we did the last two battles off of any given Sunday. Arkansas Cena versus his music career. So, which one do you want to do first? His music career. <laughs> <laughs> um, we could do. We, let's do Calico versus Chess first. All right. So, Chess versus Calico. Um, again, this is out here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Leading into this battle, we both said that it was going to be a chess 30. We, we both said that out of our mouths. Definitely, definitely. We just knew that. Yes. We, Confidently. In, in our heart of hearts, we said we respect Calico. Respectfully, yes. But we did not think he would win because he hadn't impressed us in a minute. At all. And then but. Chess goes out there and throws up in the first. And I said, damn it! My boy. As one round death. I was like... I. I knew it was real when he, when I first saw him go. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Please don't, please don't, not this one." Yeah, they had to not edit it. They actually edited it out of he the. He got edited like three times yeah. in this battle. Yeah, and you know that's a lot because that's a lot. They'll sit around and keep twenty seconds of silence in mm-hmm. the fucking battle. The battle was still <laughs> with the shit being edited out. The battle was still fifty five minutes. Yeah. strong. Yeah, strong. But, but yeah, I think it was, it was downhill from there. Even though he still performed, he, he still, still did very well. He still performed because even though he literally started the battle off with throwing up, yeah. he he was two lines into his 
into his verse, yeah. throws up, comes back, starts over again, and he was still getting good crowd reactions because his energy was back up. The it energy was, was up, and the crowd the crowd was a little too hype. It was getting hype off every single punchline. There really was. And I was like, all right. I mean, I'm glad like these punchlines are good, but they not. We got to stop for every single one of them. Good. Yeah. Like, this 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 chest was good, but it wasn't like it was the chest that we got when he was versus Easy. Like this. Yeah. This is a good chest. It ain't a great chest. So niggas, niggas was like wilding. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's something about skinny niggas after they throw up. Cause I don't know how that nigga was energetic afterwards. I know anytime I throw up, I'm usually down for the count for a good minute. Oh no! Nah. But I've I'm seen, I've seen him do that. I've seen you do that shit. Just throw up and then you just cool, like cool afterwards. And I'm just like, nigga, that's you all I needed. I'm like, you don't need to sit down and rest. Like, you usually it'd be like it'd be exactly what it is. When y'all throw up, y'all get the bad out of your body. Usually yeah, when it. I when I throw up, it's just the bad's just beginning. Oh no no no! Once I throw up, unless I'm, I gotta be really sick to keep throwing up. But if I know I just need to throw up one good time, I'll try to rush to do it. Like I'll try to force myself to throw up so I can get it out of my system and I'm good after that. Yeah, but yeah, it seemed like after that, you know what I'm saying, even though the energy was kind of off a little bit for him, he still was getting his shit off. Like, yeah. He he got that shit out of his system and he was ready to cook. And I ain't gonna lie though, Chess is a wild boy because he he be having real life anger issues. Like that <laughs> nigga was getting, that nigga had to calm himself down. He's like, <laughs> that nigga had he was sitting there yelling in Calico's face, not even rapping, just like, you fucking nigga. You, I've seen his voice tweaked. I've never heard mm-hmm. his voice like kind of crack. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he was dead ass angry. You know what I mean? But, but yeah. And side well, he note. Told, he told him, shut up. Y'all fucking right now. Y'all talking to my rap. Y'all fucking. You a lot of Younger may look so confused. She, she was like, was, damn. She what? was very. <laughs> she was very confused like, in the crowd. Shit. You know what I'm saying? They had a few people in the crowd that I, I noticed. I saw X Factor up there. I ain't seen mm-hmm. him in a minute, bro. <laughs> in a minute. I didn't even know he was still bad. I looked on YouTube just to see if he was still battling. Apparently, he had a battle seven months ago with uh, Big K. Mm. But I was like, bro, when I tell you, I had to go down maybe to the sixth or seventh battle because all the other battles, 10 years ago. Big K battled battle this weekend on the, the RBE card. <laughs> was it against somebody that was fucking terrible? Nah, it was against... It was actually a, a pretty respected name. I just can't remember who it was off the top of my head. Because right. RBE had like a, a, long, like a, a long card. Was it against Snake Eyes? No, Snake Eyes just battled Twerk. And then he's battling... Oh, he did? Okay, because... Yeah, I... on Midnight Madness. Remember, I told you he's battling Twerk at Midnight Madness. The Midnight Madness event happened yesterday. We're not going to get to watch it till like two months from now. How about it say, happened yesterday. Because I saw people say some things about it. I guess since we ain't going to say it, I ain't going to say it here. But, I mean, unless we want to say it. Go ahead. I mean, I saw we, have, we can't. We haven't seen the battle yet. So. I saw, I saw like, but niggas news, been talking. I saw a news outlet say that Twerk battled, or he had the um he had the belt on him while he was battling Snake Eyes. That don't mean. That's kind of crazy. That don't mean nothing. Because remember, I told you. Snake Eyes don't have his belt no more. No, I'm saying, like, if he was battling Snake Eyes, I'm like, it said that Twerk has the nigga's belt. Yeah, he I probably he had so, it while so, he was battling. Nigga. I don't like, know. He probably he might he yeah, he, he, he might have got it from Stumbles. That's it. That's crazy. Remember, Stumbles took the nigga belt, which which I told you about on the yeah. Quick Hits episode. If you need to know what happened to Snake Eyes' belt, watch that. I ain't so, yeah. gonna lie. If if I got if I if I had a belt and got jumped for that shit, and then I had to battle somebody else and they got the belt, we turning that shit up. <laughs> Niggas got to beat me up again, buddy. That's that's too that's too much respect. The that's first cool. time it was accidental. The second time I'm like, I'm gonna start assessing. I'm gonna be like, yo, like I can't let I can't let these niggas blatantly have my. That's yo, like that's like watching like a rapper getting his chain took 
And then he goes and performs. And then a nigga's just sitting there holding the chain in front of him. Like, you can't just, you can't just sit there and keep on rocking. Like, you gotta do something. Right? Yeah, this is like when Riley lost his lethal interjection shit. Yeah, so nigga, like, he, he had to go back and fight Butch again. Yeah, shit. bro. Cause, bro, you're not finna, you're not finna keep you coming not. to school wearing my chain. you not. That's dead, nigga. bro. Like, you got, yo, it's, it's clipped. It's, it's you gonna have to fight me every single bro, day. Until I get my I chain you. back, bro. It is lit every time I see you, my nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact, though. Shout out to Riley Freeman. <laughs> that nigga, def- that nigga definitely came back. He had to get his ass whooped. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Respectfully, that nigga yeah. was three times the size. Yeah, he, he had to try. It was his chain. Then he came back with full nominal, and then that nigga got his leg cracked. Mm-hmm. And he, but he got the chain back. He, he did get his chain back. Still better than a funky old necklace. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So anyway, chess. Yeah. Just even though he threw up, you still had a good first round. But I mean, sure. he had here to throw up first, so uh, sure. I don't, I don't, I don't think I could give him that round. I did say I did notice that his his jeans were out of pocket. Okay, I see what you did. Chess's jeans had so many pockets, it was crazy. I think I think those are patches. I don't think all of those are pockets, but I did see his the pockets there was on the a pants on the side. Those were some big pockets on them pants. There was, there was some pockets on the side. But I think it the rest pat- of them, it was a lot of patches too. It was so. patches and pockets. He was definitely pushing pee with them pants. Okay? I see what you did there. Anyway, so then Calico went. Calico, you know he's Calico. He don't do a whole bunch of yelling and stuff. He was very calm. Yeah. And nigga just started barring chess up. He had a really good chess scheme. Listen. And like I know the nigga's name is Chess. People always have chess schemes, but Calico, he still had a good one. It was still original. This time Calico's confidence was like deserved. <laughs> Usually, you can't tell Calico nothing. Like usually Calico Calico would be dead ass losing and still like like he has the confidence of a New York nigga. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. lie. But he's like a lot he's like confident, but also like not cocky. So he won't be doing all the extra talking. He's just gonna be like, I don't know, I don't know why the crowd getting hyped. I, I feel like this nigga. I'm yeah. <laughs> In his mind, he got it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But this time, I've already had in my notes. I was like, we finally got a calico that cares. This is what <laughs> calico sounds like when he cares. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Chess did to make that nigga care, but he cared tonight. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Maybe he was trying to get that Young and May feature. I don't know. I don't know. I think even Cowboy was in the um in the building. I saw him like towards the third round. He's a mm. short dude, so he was hard to see. But mm. I was like, nigga, is that Cowboy? Oh shit! Maybe he wants the Cowboy feature. Who knows? Hey, a, a freaking uh, a Calico song with Cowboy and Young and May would kind of go hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Actually, that would work. All of them are independent too. See, that's niggas be working, bro. Battle rappers be working. I'm really glad to see battle rap getting the attention. That is getting these days. Honestly, I completely you know agree. But yeah, Chess and Calico, man. Now Calico, Calico in his first, it it, it was it was it was looking bad for your boy. You feel mm-hmm. me? It was yeah. looking bad for your boy. Now I ain't gonna lie. When Chess came back in the second, though, Chess is second. Chess, 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 Chess won the second in my book. He was cooking. If he won anything, second. he yeah. won the second. Yeah, because yeah. bruh, he was going in. That nigga said, "You never seen Chess or Pops." I guess it really wasn't fresh. I was like, "Wait a minute." Wait a minute, I've seen that movie. <laughs> I was like, Damn. That boy was cooking, boy. That boy was cooking. That was the round he had to he had to get he had to get his respect back because he kept saying, I fucked up y'all with that first. It's my bad. Like he knew he fucked up throwing yeah. up and getting all that. Like he felt bad and he was like, I'm gonna kill you because of that. That's why I'm gonna kill you because of that shit, nigga. Watch. That's why Chess is hilarious to me because I know the nigga got anger problems because he wasn't even mad at Calico. He even said he was like, I'm mad at myself that I mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. Like literally, literally when a nigga threw up and then came back, he was like Bro, I'm about to kill this nigga. I hate this shit. <laughs> he was so fucking tight that he threw up. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, that nigga be so tight. He was like, bro, now niggas gonna come with all kind of fucking throw up schemes. Mm-hmm. I hate this shit, bro. 
And then it was funny. His calico was prepared for that. Yeah, yeah calico, it was written in all the calico's rounds was about chest throwing up. And then the fact that chest did it, I it was made like, it so much worse. Like you handed this shit to this nigga, man. Because it's already attached to that nigga name. So even if he didn't do it that night, it still would have stuck. But the mm-hmm. fact that he did it that night, it just made calico like a fucking genius. That's just like it's just like when, when niggas battle twerk and talk about twerk choke and then twerk chokes. It's like, oh my god, it makes it so much worse, bro. Yeah, because then then you just gotta stand there and just listen to these rounds of you doing exactly what they said you yes, were going to do. It's like you fell into their trap card, bro. Like, bro, like that would have been different. Like, yo, if if if, if twerk had choked versus loso, loso would have stood a chance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just can't stand loso, bro. Whatever niggas bring up. <laughs> Whenever they can talk about twerk in a positive light, you finally talk about it, like, bro, he killed Loso. You'd be like, bro, what did Loso do to him? Loso died, my nigga. He died that night. And it's a good thing he's a Christian because he went to heaven, my nigga. That, I've never, I, it's, it's, like, I've seen niggas lose and I've seen niggas die. Loso died that day, my nigga. That nigga died res- respectfully. Anyway. Respectfully, you know what I'm saying? You still respect it out here, but. I I still like Loso. Shout out to Loso repping that rep. He, he repped Tampa, bro. Like I can't go against. Him. So did Laws. Okay, so anyway, chess the second round. <laughs> mainly, I wrote down this. this Laws, round. where are you, bro? <laughs> this round is mainly about not having a dad. That was Chess's theme for the second round. But I also feel like bars wise, it kind of worked a little bit though. It, no, it, it, it was, was it was it was good. It was a good theme. Bars wise, I feel like it was better than the first, but it got a little bit less reaction, which that's fine with me because it gave me I got to actually listen to the bars that happened yeah. there. And repeat them eight, eight, nine times. Bars wise, I think the second was better than this first round. Um, Calico, a round pretty much just as good as the first. Just uh, good. He was just, just real talking chess, and uh, he didn't get as many reactions as chess, but which he never does. But he's not really a reactive kind of rap. Hmm. He, you'll even notice when he's rapping, like he'll rap over the reaction a little bit because mm-hmm. niggas will still be reacting to his shit. He'll still keep going. Mm-hmm. Like he don't, he really don't do it for reactions. Mm-hmm. He'll just keep on going. He's like, oh, they like that shit? All right, let me pause. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just that's just Calico. I guess that's that's his style. Yeah, because you know I mean? Calico, like, I remember even when even when Chess was rapping first in the first round, like, you could hear him saying, they really want this nigga to win. Like, because Calico knows, like, even though he's a vet, people still don't expect him to win, which yeah. we're in that same boat. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't. Yeah. For sure. So, went out in third. Chess started out okay. They had a long-ass stumble. Mm-hmm. A long ass stumble. We, uh, then he he recovered. He had a good round, but by that point the crowd wasn't the crowd wasn't really with him no more after that. Yeah, so. I feel like they had kind of given up a little bit. Yeah, so then he just pretty much made it, made it easy for Cal to come through. Dunk that shit. Yep. That nigga was a monster at that point. But low key, that wasn't even his best round. His third might have been like his weakest round for real. Talking about, talking about Calico right for now, sure. but it didn't matter because he was, he was at that point it was already it was already breakfast on chest. Yeah. It was it was done. You know what I'm saying? For th- for those that know the story, like it's breakfast on chess. Like they had talked on IG Live a long time ago, and like while Chess was trying to near niggas, I hate I hate when we do this shit. But like while Chess was trying to be disrespectful and be like, I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna kill you, and Cal was like, All right, man, we we gonna see. You know what I'm saying? But you know, just promise me this. You know what I'm saying? When I beat you, you gotta give me breakfast. You gotta buy me breakfast. It's gotta be breakfast on you. And Chess accepted that joint. And for those that followed and knew, niggas was saying that in the crowd. It was like. Mm-hmm. It's breakfast on chess, and respectfully, it is honestly. That's that's how Calico always is, though. Niggas become the Calico really with such calm. aggressive energy. Calico just be like, okay, whatever. It's because like Calico say all the time, I don't really care about this shit. Like, I just do it for the money. Like I'm not here 
to start beefs with niggas. I, I don't take none of this shit serious. He said all the time, I don't take none of this shit serious. This shit WWE to me. Like, and it'd be, it, it be showing in some of his battles, but I ain't gonna lie. One of the illest things he said, it was very simple. He's like, this ain't chess or checkers. It's a check. Mm-hmm. When he said that shit, I was like, why is that the simplest yet illest shit he might have? That kind of explains him at this point in life. Like, this ain't chess or checkers. It's a check. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was a bar right there. I don't even think he meant it for it to be a bar. It just mm-hmm. it, it, when he said it, it was just like it stuck. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Anyway, you sleep. Let's see if you score stick. Crowd control. Crowd control. Who you gonna start with? I gotta start with Calico. I gave Calico a uh, four, just because uh, while the crowd was definitely eating at his hand, he doesn't really have a style that's gonna have him get a five. Honestly, he doesn't. I understand. He doesn't really have a style that will give him a five. Even, but this is definitely like, the best. Like Calico controlling the room that we would get, so I gave him a four, respectfully. Uh, chess, I gave him a four also, but it's kind of like a weak four because, like, definitely Calico had the upper hand, but like, it's not like chess wasn't controlling shit. Like, mm-hmm. chess definitely had more of a, re- a better reaction than a three, I feel like. You know okay. what I'm saying? To, in I, my opinion, I understand. I gave chess a four because what you said, like, mm-hmm. the crowd was really behind everything he said, unless he was stumbling or mm-hmm. throwing up or something um calico i gave him a three because it just wasn't the same type of reactions as chess really i agree with what you were saying that like calico style would never get him a five yeah i agree with that i just feel like i'm surprised he just he was getting pretty average crowd reactions so i gave him an average score okay i'm not mad at that i'm not mad at that yeah i think it's just a style thing it's a style yeah. like his his style isn't really his style is just him he's, he's not like really like oh, okay the crowd's gonna like when I do this, so let me do this. Yeah, yeah. He the like guy. It. He 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 wants the crowd to be quiet so he can get through his stuff. Yeah. That's what I also like about him. But he was like, I wrote three minute rounds, y'all. I'm not, yeah. I'm not here. Yeah. I'm not trying to be here all night with these niggas. Yeah. I wrote three minute rounds because yeah. Chess's rounds was long as hell. Calico was like, like I remember even Chess right. You can see Calico tapping his watch calmly, like, let's go, nigga. Like, I'm not trying to be here all night for sure, for sure. <laughs> Delivery. Delivery, I gave Calico a four. Mm-hmm. He's a veteran. He knows what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's kind of his style. Like, calm certain times. You know, aggressive when it's necessary. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like that shit. So I gave him a four. Chess, all aggression. I kind of like that shit too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But while today, like I said, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't the best chess, but it was a good chess. So I gave him a four also on the delivery. I also gave Calico a four. Mm-hmm. I agree with everything you just said. Um. This might be like again the best you can expect from Calico delivery wise. He's always very clear. Honestly, he always yeah. he always enunciates. You always know what he's saying. Yeah. Always very poised. Um, I do think he can get a five. It's just he has to really care about the battle. Cause I've seen like like he 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 can actually get a five on delivery. He just has to really care about that battle. I don't think this is one that he truly, truly, truly super duper cares about. But he, he I feel like he knew this is a battle he could win. I feel like the last time we can get like a five on delivery from Calico was like loaded lux. Honestly, I feel like that. Not to feel like, not to feel like he he knew he lost, but I do feel like Calico changed after that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where he really stopped caring. Yeah, respectfully, because not that he cared before, but like he rapped like he did. Like he would be destroying niggas, mm-hmm. and then it seemed like ever since then, like he was still he always remained a level of good because he's still Calico. But he was just like, oh okay, I could work my ass off and then just lose all that. Niggas could act like I'm overweight or for one battle. I'm just, I'm not gonna be invested in this shit no more. That's what it feels like, at least. No, I understand. You know what I'm saying? So like with his just style, he's never gonna give you. Pa- he's never gonna give you 
passion enough to get a five. Yeah, he don't. You know what I'm not these days. Not nah, not with dreads. I don't, I don't think so either. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I I, I agree. I don't, he he not one of them niggas who cares about being the best no more. He's like he tells niggas all the time, "I'm just here to get paid." Like it's not chess. It's not checkers. It's a check. Yeah, chess. I gave him a three, only because of all the mistakes he had. I had to give him a three. Not bad at that. That's the only reason. Yeah, nigga, voice cracking, nigga throwing up, niggas having to edit the footage on his side three times during the battle. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Haymakers. Haymakers, I gave Calico a four because he definitely was talking to chess. And that's one thing that was definitely um up for him in this battle is his bars was up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now I don't know if Cal- I don't know if we can get a Calico that cares enough to get a five on bar on um on Haymakers, but he was definitely talking to a nigga. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He had he had some shit to say to him. He did. He did. You know what I'm saying? Uh chess, I gave him also a four because it's, it's while it wasn't a great chess, it's still a good chess. Mm-hmm. And chess was saying some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially without distractions. Once you get his shit off. Like even Young May was getting getting hyped on mm-hmm. some of his bars. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, talk. Talk that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For sure. Um, I agree with you. I just gave him both threes instead of fours. Um, because Chess, Chess, I say his best round was his second. Mm-hmm. His first round really wasn't super duper special to me, honestly. Um, it was good, but I was like, okay. He said something like this before. These yeah. bars ain't really that crazy to me. Calico. He wasn't really like Calico was talking to Chess. Three yeah. really good rounds. Yeah. I, 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 he wins in my book. It was just he wasn't punched. He wasn't punching him to death. He wasn't yeah. scheming him to death. I was like, all right, this is just Calico rapping well. Yeah, I will give him one point. Um, one thing though that was fire is when um he was talking about like uh um uh, he's like nigga this nigga's throwing up at battle rap events. We know you ain't sliding. Oh yeah, and I know until DC said it. He was like nobody's ever said that before, and I was mm. like. Yo, that's true. Why has nobody ever thought to say that? Like, yeah. if you throwing up at a, it, it's really, it's a really believable angle. It's like, yeah. yo, if, if you throwing up at a battle, if you throwing up because you nervous or something, well, at least that's what it looks like. Mm. You nervous at a battle rep event, nigga? How you, how are we gonna believe that you had the heart to go slide and and and, and kill a op? Mm. And like DC was like, nobody ever said that before. Nobody said that before. I was like, I was I was taken aback. I forgot what else. Oh, no, you know, it was another battle that somebody did. Oh, okay. But I remember DC, you know, nigga said something, and DC's reaction was just like, mm. <laughs> he, just, DC, he just pointed at the nigga. DC was, was really into it. DC, he, he really was, was really into it. Like, I could tell he, he's a real battle rap fan, yeah, which I appreciate. Yeah. He wouldn't do one of the celebrities who pulled up just because that was Atlanta. He's like, yeah. nah, he's a real fan, which nah, I appreciate. You, you could tell he he actually, like, you could probably, he probably chills with the battle rap niggas from a while now and be like, yo, y'all niggas really be doing that shit. Like, yo, how you... He probably be joking with niggas like, yo, how you just let that nigga say to your face? Like, that shit crazy. But yeah. Zone. Zone. I gave Calico a five. Confidence was at an all-time high. Didn't tell him nothing. And it was deserved. He was doing his thing on that stage. Chess, I gave him a three on Zone because with all that shit going on, I had to take the points away somewhere. And I feel like Zone is where it belongs because... It was definitely throwing him off a little bit, even though he's still so good that he can still get through everything and still deliver and, and give a good performance with all that shit going on. It definitely, it definitely threw him a little bit. Mm. You know what I mean, the throwing up the, the, I don't want to call it a choke, but like the nigga, they, they, they cut the footage three times for, for, for something. Mm. You know what I mean? So. I think each round damn near, if I'm not mistaken, and, uh, each he, round probably he got one. He didn't, he didn't he do nothing in the second. Yeah, I can think of. Okay, so the third they did it twice. Yes. Got you. 
I gotta come for something, nigga. Two, 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 <laughs> two, two edits in one round, my nigga. That's that's wild, but still shout out to Chess. So Calico, I also give Calico a five. I agree. Mm-hmm. From for Calico, this was this was him. He was in his own. Like it's Calico yeah. in his element. Three solid rounds, no real issues. He got in, he got out, he did what he wanted to do, he got paid. Now he can go home. Chess, get him to get two. Respectfully. I am mad at that. So Calico, he got a 15, which is a B. Chess, I gave him a 12, which is a C. I got you. It's For, weird, though, looking at my scorecard and giving Calico these such average numbers, but we both said this is such a good performance. <laughs> like it kind of makes me feel bad, but it's because I feel like Kyle just doesn't, he doesn't, he don't care about being the best. So he just did yeah. to do his job and go home. So yeah. Calico, I gave him a 17. Chess, I gave him 15. Yeah. Good showing. Good, good side. Uh, bars. Calico, he tried to check me. Checkmate, you 100 pounds with no goons. What you got, speed chess? You getting clocked right after your move. You got a knife? I'm going to stab your little young ass with it. You better believe it. And I know you ain't about to shoot me one of Tayrock guns. I got to see it. And he was just kicking that shit, boy. Chess, the gun in your whip make you not want to stop when they start chasing. Because cops pull up. Oh, cops pull you over and incarcerated. Next thing you know, you incarcerated. Needed bail. You think my father made it? Graduation. You think my father made it? Battle events. You think my father made it? Nigga, if I break your jaw, it'll be hard to reconnect like how my father made it. It's fire right there. But yeah, good battle. Good show from both of them. You know what I'm saying? We can move on to the next one. Yep. All right. So. The one we were supposed to do. From the from the beginning, the one that Quan told me that he wanted to do, and my brain said, "Why the fuck would I do that?" <laughs> and then your brain said, "No, listen to that nigga. That nigga a bitch. That nigga a mark. That nigga a trick. Nigga, I got to watch that mouth he did. That nigga, nigga get you his kind of all kind of shit. Nigga, you was a bitch. Nigga, you was a mark. Nigga, you was a trick. Nigga, you was a hoe. Nigga, you was a... I was like, oh shit. You like your name is Gary. Your name is." Gary. That's that's Geechee's version of nigga. I dress better than you. I get more money than you. I get more bitches than you. Nigga, I can get to a dollar. Fa- nigga said I can get to a dollar faster than you can. Nigga, you know, this you know the whole that nigga. Against? That was against Lou Castro. That was your honor. Really? Lou Castro. Lou Castro was the guy who had to sit there and take all that. Lou Castro's been through a lot. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. Lou Castro. He's still one of my favorites, but I'm starting to see that like he's really just he's really just like ending up in bad situations. <laughs> like he he just keeps on he just keeps on battling niggas on on the wrong day to battle the niggas. Like as I'm telling you, Lou responds. Nobody thought that was gonna happen. Bruh, he just he just be against niggas when they are at their best, and I don't understand. Lou versus drugs. Nobody thought that was good. <laughs> That's what's crazy, my nigga. And I almost, I almost see it in his face. Like I be feeling bad for him sometimes. I'm like, he's still good. He's very good. But I'm like, he just when niggas, niggas just decide that night to be great. I don't know what it's it is. Th- it's the same thing we was Loki saying about Tay Rock though. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, Tay Rock be having good battles. He just be choosing the wrong night to battle niggas. Niggas just be on all fives against him, bro. Yeah. On all fives, my nigga, like niggas don't niggas have no flaws in their diamonds when they go against Tay Rock. And I feel like Luke Castro is this is the new generation <laughs> version. Cause when I tell you, bro, Charlie Clips was on fire tonight. Yeah. It was it was it was like a situation where 
Lou was doing so good. So good. All three rounds, Lou had good shit every round. Every time. But then clips would come through and it just wouldn't matter no more. He would shake the room. And it made it worse that Lou decided to go first. Lou said, nah, I'll go first. Why would you do that, Lou? Explain this to me. Explain, break this down to me. Especially when you Clips has rebuttals. Yeah. What? Well, no, you never go first against a nigga with rebuttals, like ever, ever. I, that was that was the first mistake. What make it even worse is clips. Clips was saving his rebuttal. I've noticed that. Usually, clip does his rebuttals first, and he gets to his round. He was doing his round and then dropping the rebuttals at the end, almost like just like so, giving niggas time to forget what Lou was talking about. Nigga was, nigga was testing himself. Like, let me see how good my memory is. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, we ain't even introduced it. We just got straight into it. Yeah, this shit was this shit was something else, bro. Like when I tell you, bro, like like I think Lou went first. Yes. And he was cooking, and I'm like, okay, he's he's getting decent reaction. This is a good Lou. You know what I'm saying? And then it just seemed like clips just came out and was just like, just controlled the room. I think because clips started off by using Lou's flow against him, and yes. nobody expected that to happen. And then so he, was, he was doing it well. And that's, yes. that's what really made it hurt. Like, damn. The funny thing to me is I feel like I feel like Charlie Clips has really found a way to be predictable because his style is very predictable, but still like entertaining. Like yeah. you almost can see where he you can still see the shit he's gonna go, but like he still makes it so fire. So I'm, I don't know how he did it. And then because it's still very much his style. The rest of that round was a ba- like a dog a bar fest. Like it was just bars about dogs. When and I, he went through every kind of dog. <laughs> Found a way. Every kind of dog. Talk about Google. Every, almost every punchline was dog themed. And if you wasn't paying attention, you might not notice it at first. Yeah. But then like I was like, damn, damn that's also a dog. That's that's a, that's a type of dog too. Damn. And yeah. he did all that. And then at the end, then he finally starts doing rebuttals to everything Lou said in the first. He was like, bro, this it, it's not over yet. That shit crazy. It's not over yet. Like that shit crazy, bro. And then Lou just had to stand there and take it. Take that shit. <laughs> He's like, yo, I ain't gonna lie, yo, Lou's face would be saying like, yo, all my hard work and they really front him like this. <laughs> Damn, bro. And then what made it worse is Lou's second round was amazing, my nigga. Yeah. He really took that shit. He was like, you know what? Fuck that. And his second was crazy. That was the one we had the T Pain bar. Bro, that shit was crazy, my nigga. Yeah, I actually saw that one a couple of days ago on social media because T Pain was tweeting about it. That shit was amazing, my nigga. That shit, that shit was. That's like okay, okay. He fighting back. He might, we might have. He really was. He might have a chance. And that's that second round was amazing, my nigga. Like that shit. That second round was really crazy. I ain't gonna lie though. I do have on my notes that I was like, bro. Jazz is the queen of catching strays. Oh. I don't understand. Like I don't know why she was standing in the front. <laughs> Stop standing in the fucking front, Jazz. She need to get in the back, bro. Like, cause, bro, I think yo, his Charlie Clips first two rounds both had strays and Jazz, bro. That shit is crazy to me, my nigga. Like, bro, that shit, that shit was crazy. But yeah, like, yo, lose second was amazing. I was like, all right, how's Charlie Clips going to deal with this? And then he just came back. He dealt with it like a motherfucker. Like, yeah. he came back with a, with a with a strong second. I was just like, damn, bro. Like, I I felt bad for Lou this time. I know I said that I was like, yo, he got one more, and I may have to take him out of my favorites. I'm like, this this ain't the one because yeah, he he this, did this, good. This, this one don't count. He did so well, but I'm just like, yo, it's just I don't know what it he yo he be I don't know what it, it's like. He this nigga got all the power for a, a spirit bomb and then just donates it to the next nigga because yeah, these niggas man. be strong, my nigga. Like clips. 
clips. It looked like clips were done. Then he started doing the freestyle with the Louisiana. Oh my god! Like he and I could because we know he freestyle. So he was literally done. And he was like, wait, wait, hold, hold, hold. Then niggas and it was a simple shit, but he just was fucking fire, my nigga. Like, oh my god. Niggas, niggas went crazy over that shit. That shit was amazing, bro. I was like, yo, this this nigga's just flawless victory today, bro. Yeah. So then Lou went out in the third, had another great round. Another great it's round, as good bro. as the first two rounds. And that nigga playing about Lou was on fire. It just did. Yeah. That nigga clips brought the fire extinguisher. Bro, you know, and because this is how I really know, because niggas was really fucking with uh with Lou in the first. Like mm-hmm. in the first, when they was doing the roast and shit. The mm-hmm. crowd was getting with him, like when, yeah. he, like when niggas was like, "Get him, mm-hmm. get him," you know what I'm saying? And then just, yeah, Charlie just—he's he, too—he's too—he's too good. I ain't gonna lie, right? He's really just too <laughs> good. Not fair. Yeah, but he's—he's just too—he's too seasoned of a veteran. Like you can't—you can't surprise him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, he's gonna attack my weight. All right, I've been fat it's, for a long time, so I know niggas going. It's to the point where. He really doesn't have any holes in this game, and he can he can he can adapt to any type of opponent. You're so not, you're, you're just, not gonna rattle him. He's you, never you, been rattled. I don't you know. just gotta you just gotta hope he chokes. Honestly, that's all you can do is hope yeah. he chokes. That's and, it. And he ain't did that in a good minute. I ain't gonna hold you. That's all you can do. And also, one thing I really appreciate about Clips is he's still active. He's still battling young niggas. He's still always giving people opportunity because you could tell he's he's having fun with battle rap. So that's why he's he's be booking battles pretty frequently now you know it's funny it almost feels like he just needed a break yeah because which is he, I, I get it he was killing shit for a good minute like he was killing shit and then taking on mad battles and then i remember for the longest he was great but never had a third and then i know where he finally decided he started to stop doing that bullshit and he started having thirds and then he got on the wild and out made wild and out paper and then dissed eminem mm-hmm. and then he decided to come that. back and he's refreshed. Yeah. Like, because I thought it would just be like, you know, a, a one or two, you know, like like him and Holla does or, you know, like some mm-hmm. other niggas that have gone to uh, to Wild and Out. But nah, he's, I think he's fully active again. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he's still on Wild and Out, but he's fully active again, bro. And he's killing shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, I think he just needed a break. Yeah, maybe. I think that's really it. He really just needed a break because now he's back and he's rejuvenated. And it's funny because it's still the same clip style, but it's like just evolved and refreshed because his style was definitely getting tired i thought it was over for him for a good minute because mm-hmm. i was like i'm 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 not feeling these these four bar schemes that we see coming a mile away mm-hmm. that mad niggas that he's battled have exposed him for him been like he's just gonna do and y'all be liking that shit and i'm like yeah that shit is kind of tired but now he's found a way to st- like it's still that but it's not that somehow like mm-hmm. I don't even know, man. This, this, it's, he's he's finding a way. He's evolved to take the bow out gracefully, gracefully my nigga. <laughs> yeah, my nigga. Like this nigga's found a way. Like, bro, when we thought we thought Super Saiyan Four was it, we didn't even know nigga could have blue hair, my nigga. <laughs> this nigga found a way to have blue hair, my nigga. Shit, crazy. You want you want to do scores? Yeah, we do the crowd scores. control. Crowd control. Now you know where this one went. I'm gonna start with uh, Lou. Lou, I gave him a four because the crowd was definitely fucking with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Good reactions and whatnot. But clips all the way at five. Five. I agree with everything five, you five. just said. Uh, I'm be completely honest with you. Clips got a perfect score out of me. So if he would have read down this list, I'm telling you, <laughs> Clips, he, he has a five in everything. 
But to be fair, we'll go through every category just because that's what we do. Uh, so delivery, I gave Lou a uh, four. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Great delivery. Uh, you know, great shorts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Now clips. This might be the one part I gave him a four on this. Okay. I gave him a four on this because his clips. He's always still cool, calm. His delivery is great, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's it's amazing. You know, I don't think it's like amazing, but it's it's still a great delivery. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Uh, I understand that. Um. Well, what would you give Lou? Since we already know Lou. you got clips fives on everything. I gave I, mean, I, I gave Lou a five. A five on that? I, okay. I gave Lou a five for delivery also. I um, Because as far as Lou, this was Lou's style. He was aggressive, but still silly. Like, he yeah. didn't really have no stumbles or nothing. I feel like he performed his, his stuff well. So I gave him a five for this one. For sure. Uh, Haymakers, I gave Lou a four. He was mm-hmm. definitely spitting that shit. It wasn't five material, but it was definitely great shit. Especially that second round. That second round was was it was amazing. You know what I'm saying? Definitely amazing. But nigga, when clips came with them with the, that five, my nigga, like that <laughs> that shit, bro. It was to the point like he lit like we we can almost say it wasn't a choke, but like he was just cooking so much. He was just like I think he had more shit left. He was like I don't even need to say it. End the round. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. Whew. And then zone. Yeah, I, I gave, gave. I had the same exact scores, four and five for Haymaker. Yeah, and for Lou, for for zone, I gave him a four because he was definitely cooking his shit, and he would always get the momentum back when it was his turn. He was like, "Yeah, fuck this nigga got me fucked up. Niggas nigga get me tight. This nigga fat as fuck." <laughs> Lou's Lou's a funny aggressive nigga, bro. He just be saying shit. He's like, "Yo, this nigga, this nigga beer connecting. He got me dead tight, bro." <laughs> I ain't gonna lie though. I was disappointed about one thing. I just knew that Lou Castro had like a, a, a shirt that was gonna aid in the battle or something. Cause when I tell you that jacket looked ugly and I was like, why is he wearing that shit? It don't look comfortable. It looks too tight. He's wearing it to cover the t-shirt. The t-shirt's gonna say something he's gonna use it in the battle. You when, thought it was gonna say that ass freak ball. I don't know what I don't know what it was gonna say, but I was just convinced. I was, cause I was like that outfit. He that jacket makes that outfit look ugly. I was just and even the way the shirt looked, I was just convinced that the sh- he's hiding the shirt for something. This shirt's gonna be used when he finished his third. I was just like, what the fuck? And then it made it worse when he went until Eclipse's third to unzip his shit, and it was just a black tee. I was just like, nigga, what? You was just so upset with a nigga's outfit. You was hoping it was something better underneath it. Yes, because I was like, "Why is he wearing that?" And I was like, "Why is he wearing the the New York Nick colored foams with an all black outfit?" My nigga, like that shit just didn't make sense to me. He told you all the time, Bronx niggas the wildest. I guess so. Um, Bronx, I, I, I gave him both fives for zone. Honestly, I did. Uh, I ain't gonna let nigga teach. I just took off. I took off one point for uh for lose zone just because I don't know if he means to, but. When a nigga's cooking them, you almost can like see it in his face a little bit. Like he he be looking a little sad. Cause the problem is that most niggas like they just look down. He be looking at the crowd, so he's just watching the crowd like be like, we like him more than you. I don't. I can't. I can't imagine having to sit there and act like a nigga isn't killing me, especially when you know that you like the bars too. I can't imagine just having Yo. to sit there and listen to a nigga say great insults to me and i gotta act like they're not good Yo, it's, you know how, that, that, that's a skill in itself bro, bro. especially when clips got to the you know what's wild strong and he was saying the shit like he like bro he had to say that shit at least three times because mi- niggas was missing shit like bro when the niggas talk about torque hairline bro like i that's what made me laugh because I, I saw him talking like i i i think luke cash will literally say he's like i thought they heard that and then clips was like facts i thought they heard that too but they didn't because I heard it when he said it. 
but the crowd was still reacting from the previous bar. They didn't even realize he said that shit. So it was like he said the same shit and it got a new reaction. I was just like, damn, bro. It's just nothing he could do with that nigga. There's just nothing he could do with him, bro. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It was that's that was this is definitely one of them gentlemen's thirties. Yeah. It was definitely a gentleman's thirty, respectfully. Yeah, and this the, one I gave clips a perfect twenty. Yeah. A, and then Luke Castro got an eighteen, which is a. Which I is gave a, I gave Lou a sixteen. And I gave clips a nineteen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Respectfully, a, a, a gentleman's thirty. This is one of the crowds. This is one time the crowd was actually yelling three zero. Also. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They were yelling three zero for the uh, Ch- Calico and Chess battle too, but you know, also, it, it didn't last too long. Also, the crowd didn't really annoy me in this one. Yeah. And like, which is surprising because like we talked about how great they both did. The crowd really wasn't overdoing it in this one. Yeah, it was deserved when they was reacting. Yeah. I know a lot of it was funny that like like clips was about to even get, get on um Smack's ass because like when he was like saying three oh, was like he was like, yo, don't do that, don't do that yet, don't do that. And then Ch- Clips was like, Nigga, you slowing the momentum down for me? He's like, yo, don't <laughs> don't make me put you in my bar. I'm on fire right now. <laughs> nigga, 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 he said he was like, yo, I'm gonna give him a pass because we in church, amen. <laughs> it was literally in the scheme when he was in church. I was like, I'm gonna give him a pass for now. And that was even funny. He was like, we 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 gonna give him a pass because we in church, amen. And then even Smack was like, Amen. <laughs> even Smack didn't want that smoke. Even Smack knew that he didn't want that smoke. He didn't want them problems. But let's let's get to the bars. All right. Uh Lou. Lordy Lord. Deep range. Scope on it. I see things. Pause. Everything is a freeze frame. Squeeze bang. Hit his chin, then his chest. Make him do the T pain. Then his shit bag. Yo, you Hitman Holla or DC on Fly introduce me to Nick Cannon so I can get on Wild and Out before I get mad. <laughs> that shit was that shit was fire. Even Hitman Holla laughed. You know what I'm saying? Actually, shout out to Hitman Holla. Actually, seeing a um interview of his ironically today with um Mona. Don't call me white girl. Those who know know. And you know, while we just know Hitman Holla for not having a sense of humor and getting mad at niggas, he actually came off as a really cool dude. Even talked about the home invasion and shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm glad that, you know, him and his girl are safe from that shit. I'm, I'm glad she survived. I'm glad she was a gangster in that situation, too. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, shout out to him and Holla. But it was even funny, too, was when, when Charlie Cruz was cooking, even him and Holla to be like, yo, are you okay? <laughs> nigga, nigga, said, nigga said, is everything okay at home? Like, why are you wilding? Are you all right, my nigga? Like, you know, him and Holla's a good supportive friend, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, Charlie Clips. You want to know what's wild strong? Your breath. I can smell it through the mask when you yawning. You want to know what's wild strong? Jazz face when she wake up in the morning. <laughs> you want to know what's wild strong? Putting on alcohol after getting shaped up by a Spanish dude. You want to know what's wild strong? A burp after eating Jamaican or Spanish food. You want to know what's wild strong? Any nigga that's sitting in the middle seat on Spirit Airlines. You want to know what's wild strong? Any barber that can bring back Twerk Airlines. <laughs> And nigga cannot be stopped, my nigga. And nigga cannot be stopped that night, bro. Was, shit was crazy, my nigga. But yeah, good, good ass battle. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely a good showing from these two. You know what I mean? No, no detriment to to Lou Castro. You know what I'm saying? I, we ain't even gonna count because I think I think that's really what I'm starting to realize is it's not that Cal, it's not that Lou Castro was like falling off or something. Even though he has had some chokes here and there, yeah, but. He really just, even when he does show up, he just seems to get the nigga at their best that night for some reason. That nigga's on some Aaliyah shit, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, niggas just be at their best when they're against him. 
It ain't his fault. It's not. You can't blame him for that. Can't blame him for that, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that that wraps up uh, any given Sunday uh, two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we covered all the three events that was there. You know what I mean? Battles. The three the three battles that was there. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, shit got shut down because uh, you know we already talked about what happened with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and at least it's unfortunate, but it's one of the things where it's like, nigga, once that shit pops off, it's like, what else was supposed to happen? You know what I mean? It wasn't like people being, it wasn't like one of the stars was being ignorant or one of the battles like got too intense and niggas started fighting. It was like, nigga, nigga attack one of my mans. Like, you think we're going, you think I'm going to be out here still trying to rap tough to niggas no. and I let my mans get stabbed, no. stabby stabbed, like bad? No. no, nigga, that nigga got it. That nigga lucky he didn't die that night. You know what I'm saying? So, right. so respectfully, you know, I'm sure Smack going to figure it out. I'm, I'm, even though Smack's a businessman and it's not a good look, I'm sure he's understanding. I don't think he would be. I don't think he would. He stand for one of his, you know, niggas getting getting stabbed or whatever in an event and just letting that shit slide. Exactly. So it is what it is. But um, glad to see the celebrities there. Glad to see battle rap still growing. Um, you know, saying we wrapped up that thing. We'll probably get to another event next. Um, go around. You Lord knows they're gonna have more. Yeah. These, these events think, don't stop. I know King versus Queens is coming up. It might be next weekend. I don't remember off the top of my head, but if it is. That's probably what we're doing. For sure, for if sure. If it's not, we don't know what we're doing yet. But. Oh, and I'm going to say it right now because we'll, we'll probably have to figure it out. But um, well, we are going to try to figure out something for uh, this month because uh, I will be in Florida uh, towards the last week of this month because I am getting married on the 30th. So uh, no disrespect, but you know, wedding podcast, you know. I might not, I might not be able to do, I might not be able to, I might miss an episode or we might, you know, pre-make one. So, you know, y'all can have you're one. You're going to be gone for a minute though. Cause... Yeah, I'm going to be gone for like a full week. Yeah. Well, no. Then, oh, but shit. Then, but then you're going on a honeymoon. Yeah. Now you're going to be gone. Though, yeah. So I'll be having to figure something out. Yeah. I might try I'll to, I might try to do one extra. You're not that important to the show. <laughs> I think so though. Nigga, the streets love me, my nigga. You ain't going to do that. You know what I'm saying? I'll let you slide with a lot of shit. But what you ain't going to do is trick me out of my position. I know I know where I stand, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I know where I stand with this shit. I know the streets love me. You know what I mean? Shout out to Australia Stover and Public Enemy B. They be showing me love. Shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, we're going we gonna to figure it out. You know, I'm going to try to give as much as I can. And maybe at most, we can probably do like one or two extra there might even be quick episodes but we might do one or two quick joints just in the stash so he can unload those clips while i'm you know getting married and, and um and doing shit because i ain't gonna lie i don't think we care enough i don't really care enough but i don't think we want to go through the trouble of trying to figure out a zoom situation during, J- your, during your honeymoon that ain't gonna do nothing but get you in trouble it's not that big a deal i mean at least once like during the actual like when i'm in florida but you know plus i feel like trying to do that shit some just tells me shit's gonna go wrong and we're gonna have technical difficulties it's just gonna be like why do we bother so you know we're gonna see what we can but you know as soon as i come back you already know what it is wifey already knows about the podcast so she respects it so you know we'll be back to live action as soon as we can but until then we're gonna do the uh artist Artist of the the week week. i'll let you go all right my artist of the week is all of dreamville i guess because i've been respectfully bumping that D-Day mixtape pretty much non-stop. So Respectfully, it's a great tape. I guess that counts as my artist of the week is this mixtape. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that every, is a fact. Every morning I wake up, I play stick to start my day. Stick! Yeah. Stick! But stick! It's, it's the energy. The energy in that song. It's, hard. it's crazy. And then the rest of the tape is just like, it's such a vibe. Like, 
the rest of the tape is just really good vibe music. Uh, yeah, it's just good music, man. It's nothing, no, no, no pun intended, but it's just it's just good music. There's nothing really else to describe it. Yeah, this good is, bars, good beats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this tape like it, it's it's all over the place, but in a good way. Um, yeah, it's not super duper cohesive, but it doesn't need to be. Yeah, so. I don't think they're trying to do that. Like it's just like Revenge of the Dreamers. Like it's just it's good rappers making good raps on good beats. And then we're going to find some slots to put Ari Lennox and put some uh, R&B joints in there that are still going to slap too. Because coming down is great. For sure. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, shout out to Dreamville with that one. That was a, that was a good decision right there. I'll be even telling Blood Bev, I'm like, I'm, I don't know why more crews don't do that. I don't understand why more crews don't go, the, especially when they got hitters, that they don't go the way of like what 1017 is doing and what Dreamville is doing. Just I, think it's, I feel like they be overthinking it. Really do just take like I don't even want to say it, but like I be saying that about some of the artists I like. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm waiting for 800 foreign side to put out a compilation because I know niggas work all the time. I know niggas got joints. I got joints with niggas, and even beyond me trying to get my shit out, I'm just like, if I know niggas recording every day. Just put put some shits out. Like you know what I'm saying? It's more a waste of money to be renting studio time to not get paid off these songs you're making. Yeah, but you know. I'm not an artist, so I won't understand it completely. But just from a consumer's standpoint, I'm just like, it don't make sense to me. Just let these shits out. But, you know, it is what it is. On my side, it's going to be the usual suspects. I ain't going to lie. I did get a chance to listen to Tanner Talk 4. Amazing project. Good tape. It's good. Yeah. Benny the Butcher. What else can you expect? Good shit. Um, and while I always mention him, ESTG does have a tape with 4-2 Doug. You know oh, what I'm saying? We got a new tape out. Yep, they oh, just put a they just put a tape out. Last one's left. It's a collab tape. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't even listen to this shit, and I know I'm gonna like it. Why? Because I listen to these people enough that they are really consistent. They make good shit. You know what I'm saying? Good op drop music. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be fire. It's great. And to make it even worse, because I just do shit the way I want to, I'm gonna put Fabio Ford in that same uh pile too. Why? Because he just dropped a Bible, nigga. Basic instructions before leaving Earth. He just dropped his album on Friday. You know what I'm saying? We're recording on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. I ain't even listened to that shit neither, but I know I'm going to like it. You know so what I'm saying? If you come back next episode and say, you know, it's just cool. It's not, it's not what I was expecting. We're going, we're going to, cause I go, I'm expecting, I'm expecting epic shit because no, I know, I know that you're a real fan of his, so yeah. you, you really want it to be good and you'll probably find a way to like it regardless. But it, if it's still, if like, I know that you won't lie if it's genuinely if it's, not that good. Yeah. If it's not that good, I'll, I'll tell you the truth, but I am expecting greatness because while Fabio's uh, style, you could take it or leave it. I will say this ever since the nigga got home from jail, any 504 fan will tell you he's been cooking like he's literally like I think he really realized who he is and he's taking the bar serious now so he's really been cooking shit because like mm -hmm. other times he'll be like shitting pooping he ain't really doing that shit no more like if he does it it's still on some fire shit like he he he's really been taking his bar serious you know what I mean that's how he got on off the grid with Kanye niggas was talking about that was verse of the year I ain't gonna lie I don't think it was verse of the year but I think niggas was just impressed because they didn't know he could rap like that. But mm -hmm. since I listened to him, I know he can, you know. But yeah, he's he's been on that type of time. He's been really like killing verses since. So, mm -hmm. and this whole album is executive produced by Kanye, which while we are a podcast that don't really support Kanye shenanigans, one thing he does do good musically, and one one thing he does do good is is music still. Now I don't listen to his tapes, 
but he does have an ear and I'll be remiss to say if he doesn't know how to take a track and just be like, you know what, let me change this, change this. And this most of the time it's going to get better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Unless you're Tiana Taylor. Then if that's the case, let that nigga, don't let that nigga touch your music. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But I'm expecting greatness for this. I'm expecting good shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping that it does a good stamp for drum music as a genre because we've had discussions on that too. Surprised we didn't talk about that on the podcast. I think that'll be something to talk about in the podcast. But um, you know, we'll we'll see what drill music, you know, how long drill music lasts. We'll see. Even though I do feel like it's been around for a long time, because just no, real, it really has. It has. Because like real quick, like I was like mentioning um that like you know we can think of like drill music as the same thing as snap music because snap music had had a wave that was doing charts and all that, but that came and went. Drill music can become almost considered the same thing, a fad, but. I really realized, like, when you go back, like, drill music, if you can take it back to, like, Chief Keef days, like, mm-hmm. what, when did Chief Keef come out? Like, like what, 2012? Like, nah, he older than that. Like, years like ago. 2010. Yeah. So, if that's, if, if he's one of the people that, that put drill on, like, that's almost, that's a 12-year run at this point. And it's only expanded more because it went from Chicago to UK to New York, and now with it being New York, it went from Brooklyn to now Bronx, and that's Two mm-hmm. different sounds, mostly itself, and somebody was trying to tell me that there's like a Florida drill now. I don't know if I've heard it. I don't think there's a Florida drill because I haven't heard it. It's just really Florida niggas talking that gangster shit. Like for they're talking drill shit, but not really drilling. Because uh-huh. niggas will consider um who I smoke to be a drill song, mm-hmm. but that's not. We don't think that's a drill song. It's just no. a, it's just a song. I but, would consider that more like gangster rap, but yeah. So I think that's really what it is. It's just niggas really talking real, real tough shit. Like to me, when I think drill, I just think of that beat. I don't. Yeah. I don't necessarily think of talking about killing niggas because niggas go do that to any beat. You can put on a slow song. They're gonna talk about killing niggas. I've seen niggas freestyle gangster shit to Fantasia's "When I See You." That's what I'm saying. Like I've heard like D yeah. D block niggas talk to. You don't really want to die. <laughs> you can catch a bullet in your eye when I see you. Like, That's what I'm saying. You know like, what I'm saying? To me, it's not about they talking about the drill. It's like, no, this beat is the drill, in my opinion. What makes it sad is I feel like niggas just consider drill music at this point because I thought I thought it'd be really the beats. But I think it's really like if you make a verse and you smoking on somebody, all of a sudden it's a drill song in people's eyes, yeah. honestly. And that's kind of sad because while I listen to hella violent music, I really... I don't really be following niggas enough to care that they smoking on such and such because most of the time I don't know who the person they're smoking on. Mm-hmm. So I really kind of like the hypothetical murder bars versus, oh, somebody really died and we're going to mention this person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't it's really not enough want, that they're dead. We have to talk about smoking them after they're dead. I don't want niggas to start trying to overlap like gangster rap with, with drill. Because like niggas like, nah, bro. It's like, two different things. It's two different things because in my eyes, then they're going to say everything is a drill song. And I'm like, nah, bro, yeah. niggas was already doing this before. It's just this beat is what made this genre what it is. Don't come in and say, we're talking about, they're talking about smoking ops in this song too. It's a drill song too, right? No, because then everything isn't a drill song. I feel like niggas get confused because in certain eras, like gangster music kind of was dying out. Like yeah. when niggas like Drake and Kanye and Wiley was coming out, like, and nobody, niggas didn't want to be gangster at a certain point. The ringtone era was the opposite of gangster rap. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. The and then the era afterwards. Yeah, like, yeah, the OG 80s rap was just all about niggas just, niggas just happy. To, they was all happy go yeah. lucky and breakdance. It was happy rap. Yeah. And then in the 90s, it turned into gangster rap where everybody was in the gang and people was dying. 
and then two th- and then like like you said the ringtone era and the snap era okay everybody was just turning up dancing having fun and then old people and then, was like this is the worst thing to happen to hip-hop hip-hop is dead this is the worst and i was one of the, the people that felt that way. this shit's trash i was definitely one of the people that felt that way honestly at the and time then, they, then we have to we had the internet era and yeah. even in the internet era niggas wasn't trying to be gangster it wasn't, it wasn't about being gangster it was about trying to prove you was the best rapper yeah you was unique if you was gangster like yeah like you know what i'm saying like niggas like pill you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like Pill was one of the niggas like, okay, he he's respected, but he's talking about the streets. Mm-hmm. But then he's gonna be on tracks with like Saha, who's like mm-hmm. he's gonna be some fly shit, some street shit. Then people like Yellow Wolf, not really street at all. He's gonna talk about the white experience. Mm-hmm. Wale, you know, I'm not a I never claimed to be a street to street dude. Only time I've been over pots was making, making cheap, cheap noodles. noodles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So shit like that. Currency. Yeah, bro. Not like Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa. Like, yeah. Crit. J. Cole, like it was the era where they wasn't they wasn't trying to be gangster. Yeah, unless you was unless yeah. you was gunplay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gunplay was always gangster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know but, what I'm saying? And then like crack slowly, cocaine, man, that's no thing. Slowly but surely, niggas talking gangster came back in the style because For sure. it's, it's never really gonna die out. It's just it's it's a part of rap at this point. Yeah. But now niggas is trying to spin it like talking gangster is drill. It's like that's not really the same thing. I think it's because raps kind of went back to being on some real street shit. Cause mm-hmm. even like even like Future, like if we listen to Future's first album, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be some gangster shit on there. But it's not really. It was more trying to make hits or bops. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Tony Montana. Like mm-hmm. you didn't really. It was again. You could tell he was a dude from the streets, but it didn't feel like a, such a street record. But now you listen to his mixtapes and he's like. You want that nigga wants you to believe he's still on the block, even though we know he ain't. Yeah, we but do. it's like, you know, niggas will be surprised. Like, nigga do a song with Doughboy and he's in Cleveland in the trenches. They're like, yo, Pluto in the trenches, bro. Like, so shit's going back to getting hard again. Yeah. Pause. But, you know, but yeah, we're going to end that. It's going to be a concluding another episode of the Hold It Down podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've been your host, uh, Quan Don. Um, I know he's going to ask me for uh, social media links so you can find me at S-A-Y-Q-U-A-N-D you know what I'm saying on your social media platforms I'm never on Facebook sometimes on Twitter usually on IG um, and you can find me at S-A-Y-Q-U-A-N dot beatstars dot com um, you know what I'm saying got beats on there I've been trying to get back active too you know what I'm saying I've been really taking this year to get my mental right and get my mental health right you know what I'm saying work on things that are actually benefiting me you know what I mean? In in the long run in life. So I haven't been active on my beat stars like that. But there's still hella beats there if you want to, you know, just browse and shit. But, you know, trying to get back active on uploading on a more consistent basis. You know what I mean? Putting new shit out there. New creations. Because I still create all the time. I just don't be uploading like that. But, you know, that's where you can find me at. Where can they find you? Uh, if you want to talk to me, almost socials are the same. At not bloodbath. Um, talk to me. I talk back. You want to talk that battle rap stuff? You want to talk that video game stuff? Just, you just want to talk about stuff. Uh, I be tweeting about random things sometimes. Um, for sure, you could also catch him in you know the the fetish Discord talking about his love for armpits and shit. You know, real freaky type stuff. You know, talking about his kinks and all that. Yeah, you know, just a real nut ass freak ball. <laughs> but yeah, that's what's gonna do with this week's episode. Hold it down, podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in. Remember to tell a friend and tell a friend. And tell a bitch to tell a hoe. Remember to stop going to hold it down. I really hope they still say not as freak boy. That is hilarious to me. <laughs>